0: Goat, you know it's Friday night and it's time It's 8 o'clock It's time for Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio I'm your host Pam Benjamin I'm going to be running up to the stage doing some jokes We have an amazing show for you Tonight, it is next Speed date and comedian The queer edition, yeah Let us be perfectly queer We're going to get right to it, it's going to be great We're going to see who shows up, we're going to see who's speed dating We're going to have a great time tonight Uh, All queer, all the time, all day long MutinyRadio.fm Uh, I might be cisgendered, but I'm pretty queer, too. It's okay. We're all going to have a good time. Uh, Keep listening to the wonderful face-melting metal of Floating Goat. If you aren't friends with them, like them on Facebook. They've been a metal band in San Francisco for 15 years, and they're amazing. So enjoy them. We're going to wait for the throngs of crowds, and we're going to be right back here on Paptastic's Comedy Clubhouse. sparkly attire but I didn't get dressed up for anybody tonight Yay! that's because I'm cisgendered no one wants to date me tonight yeah we're for the next speed date a comedian queer edition it is gonna be super fun I have no idea what's gonna happen I feel like we're going to um just kind of have open microphones for audience members to Speed date all the comedians that are up tonight. We just ask them weird questions about their mom. Why not? <laughs> It'll be fun. I don't know how to speed date. Has anyone ever done that before in real life? Anyone here ever speed dated? Never. No one's ever done it, me either. Uh, it, I, I, I actually feel like it would be really fun. It would be like, I'd actually want to pretend though that I was somebody else, right? Like I'd want to be Paula Dean. I'd be like, if I stuck, <laughs> if I stuck, if I stuck a quarter inch of butter in my vagina, would you eat it out? You know what I'm saying? Would you eat butter out of my vagina? I'm Paula Dean and I love butter, right? Like, it's almost like, um, oh, Julia Child, you know, but she was very... I, was, I would eat butter out of Julia Child's pussy, fuck yeah. Right, I'm not even, okay, so, As a child, I kind of wanted to go trans, but only because I was a ballerina, and I was a mediocre girl ballerina, right? So like I could do double turns like a champion, and I could split leap, and I even later, I could do triple turns on point, but I was always mediocre as a girl. I just wanted to be a boy. I used to actually be in class and be like, if I was a boy, I would be a professional ballerina right now. They'd be like bringing me to, they'd be like Alvin Ailey. One of my friends in college, he got abducted into Alvin Ailey and he had sickled feet. And it made me crazy every time he did a triple turn with his sickled foot. And I was like, gross, gross. I should be you. I should be a boy. If I was a boy, I'd be an Alvin Ailey right now, lifting girls up by their twat in the air. What I'm saying is the only reason I wanted to be transgendered is so I would be more successful as a ballerina. I don't know, you know, and I wouldn't have had to be bulimic anymore, right? Because I could have put on a little more weight. Because I would have been a guy. Ah, ha, ha Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. No one cares about your body when you're a dude and you're 12, but when you're a girl, wow. I didn't even have titties yet, and I was still fat. How does that happen? That was in my head. That wasn't. That was society telling me. Things. I was just listening to society. Yay! Thanks, society. Who else hates what societal norms say that they should be? Yay! <laughs> yeah, right? <sighs> no, I, it's just, I really I wanted to be a boy when I was little. Not anymore. I mean, the coolest thing, I saw this Vice show, I don't know if you guys seen it, but it was about trans people in like, like Iran or something, or one of those countries. And they were like, they're all these brothers, and they were like, yeah, if our sister was a lesbian, we would've killed her. But now that she's a dude, she can pray with us in the mosque. I'm like, really? You get a dick and you get all the privileges of Muslimism? Wow! That's amazing. <laughs> like, it was really exciting for me. I just like, they're really fucking progressive. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I know that's (laughs) you got a dick you get to pray with the rest of the dudes that's exciting a Jewish guy the other day big rabbi wouldn't shake my hand and I was like interesting you won't but then I was like oh he doesn't like to touch people because of like OCD or something but then he shook my boyfriend's hand and I was like oh wait this is a feminism thing but then he was like he tried to he's like well the problem is that men can't control themselves and so they don't want to touch women because they don't know what will happen i'm like all men are rapists like what kind of like stereotyping is this this is so weird not all men are rapists just bill cosby and louis ck just the comedians that we all know and love right and louis ck is not a rapist he just masturbates in front of bitches and i'm like all right I don't know, if Louis C.K. wanted to masturbate in front of me, I'd be like, fuck yeah, as long as you keep telling jokes about your tiny, pathetic penis. Like, we could do that the whole time. (laughs) Just keep talking, bro. I'm in. (laughs) This just sounds great. Sounds like I can blackmail you now. (laughs) Ha ha. It doesn't, I mean, he talks about his tiny, pathetic dick. I mean, whatever. I don't even... I don't know, masturbating in front of people. The only time that's ever happened to me is uh, I was doing a bunch of cocaine in Venice Beach with my friend and their downstairs neighbor came upstairs and he wasn't even masturbating. He was on so much coke that he just played with his flaccid dick for like two hours. And we were having a conversation about Nietzsche. It was like we just weren't even paying attention to the concept that their downstairs neighbor was naked and playing with his little tiny flaccid. We didn't even care. It was like, why do you, we don't care. All right. It wasn't wasn't turning any of us on. We're like, oh, look at the skies. You got more coke? Cool. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I'm too old. Uh, when I do coke, it's true. When you do cocaine and you're old. Uh, The next day is meaningless. It's like I can't even watch Netflix. That's how fucked up I get on cocaine. The next day, I can't even watch Netflix. All I can do is just lay there and feel sorry for myself. Yay, cocaine! I'm sorry, you guys came in at a weird point. Just me feeling sorry for myself. It's like a Tuesday. No, it's okay, it's me and my cat. Anyone else love their cats? Yeah! Yeah. I don't know if you love your cat more than me. I'm a crazy cat lady. But not in the way you think, like, I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him, and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and I want to make him wear it. It's because I'm a crazy cat lady. (laughs) I also want to make a leash out of my own hair, because, like, it's all on the ground, and I can, like, weave it, and then I could walk him around the tenderloin. (laughs) Cat on a hair leash, yeah, it's my hair. Mm, I love my cat. Uh, my cat masturbates against me all the time. Anybody else's cats masturbate on them? Is this just specific to me and my cat? Because I thought everyone's cat, no, just me. Cool. So my cat comes up to me and he like... He does it. And then he takes his paw and he likes to put his claws out. And he like—and I'm like, and I'm like, don't touch me with the claws. It hurts, but he still does it. He finds a way underneath blankets. So I flipped them over. You know, So I could see his little kitty crayon and that little pink thing was all out, like fuchsia. It was so rad. And then he's fixed, but a little ball of wetness came out to the end of his kitty pee-pee. And then it plopped onto my bedspread. Do you guys know what cat cum smells like? Nothing. It smells like nothing. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. He doesn't have balls. I don't even know what it is. It's just like... Albumin. I don't even know what comes out of his dick, but it smells like nothing. He's lovely, soft, soft paws that cat. Anybody have love to touch your cat's paws? Touch the. I, I, I massage his paws. I get in on the. I get into all the little parts between the toes, and I just rub them. I just touch him, and he lets me do it. <laughs> uh, I sometimes when I masturbate, he's really awesome, and uh, he takes his his paw and he puts it on my lower back. You know because my boyfriend's asleep and he's just too lazy to take his stupid flaccid hand and put it on my lower back while I masturbate. That's fine, that's fine. But my cat will do it. So my cat sticks his soft, soft paw on my back. And I do my thing. And then right before I'm going to come, like he puts his claws out, uh-uh, just so I know his boss. You know what I'm saying? The cat owns everything. <laughs> he does. I don't even... <laughs> He doesn't do dishes. He doesn't pay rent. I give him raw food. Do you understand? I take sashimi grade ahi tuna and I smoosh it up with a knife and I give it to him with sour cream mixed in. No, this is real. This is every day. This is, I told you I'm a crazy cat lady. I know, but he's going to live forever. May he live forever, Spike. If sp- I don't even, sometimes when he's laying there, I'm afraid he's dead. Has this ever happened to you when you love your cat so much that you're constantly afraid he's dead? Has this ever happened to you with your mom? I don't love my mom, so I don't care. But like, if you like saw your mom and she wasn't breathing and you were like, is she dead? She's so old. That'd be cute if you cared that much. I love my cat. It's good. My mom taught me to love cats, so she had one thing going for her. She's still alive, don't worry. She's not dead. I, we just don't talk, so it doesn't matter. Anybody else a failure to their parents? Anyone else? Yeah. Everything about me makes my parents crazy cuz they're Republicans and they're like, "Oh shit." When I was a child, my dad used to call me his com- call me pinko liberal. And I'm like, "Look what you did. You made me into a Marxist. It's so great." <laughs> Look what you did. I was 7 and they're like, "This is Pam, our call me pinko liberal." Like yeah, that's good. I give money to poor people. We went to Mexico once when I was a kid and I had all this change because, I don't know, I was a rich kid from Danville and all the little kids came up and they were like, money, money, money. So I just started giving them the change and my mom yelled at me. She was like, we have to go into a store now so the urchins will stop following us. Ah, ah. Anyways. It's so funny though because we were really, really rich and we could have given them a 20 and it wouldn't even matter. It's very, it's very sad. I will, I will never make my parents proud and that's okay because I'm 43 years old and who the fuck cares? Yay! Okay. Right? Like how old do you have to be till you stop caring about whether your parents are proud of you or not? It's like, <laughs> do I have to go to therapy for this? I can't afford
1: therapy! <laughs> okay,
0: that's why comedy is amazing because it's free therapy. <laughs> Welcome to the nice free therapy session. Yay! <clears throat> Pimp Tess is coming to Clubhouse. Here on Mutiny Radio, we sing a little song before we get started and uh, if you know it, sing along. If you don't, you'll figure it out. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high! (laughs) I really need a vaporizer, you know what I'm saying? M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come and stop in the Clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! Yay! Well, tonight is an interesting night because it's next speed date a comedian. And usually, what we do with the show is we bring up a person from the audience and we put them on stage and we have everyone speed date them. But tonight is super queer, so I'm not sure how to do it. So I think what we're gonna do is put a microphone out here and we're going to let comedians do their jokes and then they're just going to speed date the entire audience. (laughs) So there's going to be microphones for anyone in the audience on either side to ask any questions to the comedian that they want as if they were speed dating. Like, to. you care what your mom thinks about you or how much does it cost to get those cool eyelashes like is it is it a glue you put on or is it like a, I don't we'll talk about it later very excited you look amazing Hey you better work uh we have a great lineup up tonight and unfortunately I didn't like tell anybody who was going when I should pick them out of a hat uh but we'll we'll we're gonna start with you Chelsea oh you're gonna are you ready to war are you ready to do it Ready to kill it? You ready to date this audience? Sure. Yeah you are! It's a hilarious lady. I get to see her at brainwash all the time. You're gonna love her. Everybody put your hands together for Chelsea IB All
1: right, all right, all right. Mutiny radio. Beautiful. Wow. How's this work again? Yes, yeah, is this like a real radio station, or what's going on here? Uh, it's
0: internet. There's no, we're, not, we're not terrestrial.
1: So internet radio. Yeah. I love it. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. We're living in a digital era, guys. Are you ready for that? Yeah? Who loves technocracy? <laughs> Who wants to be ruled by all machinery? <laughs> I know I don't. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, my name's Chelsea Iben. I've been living in San Franciscoville, And uh, I asked the guy the other day what time it was. And he said, what, right now? Good answer, right? Am I talking to a dead microphone? <laughs> it's okay. It's still something, like, object-wise I can hold. Let's use our imagination, guys, right? How about you, sir, do you use your imagination? Sometimes, yeah, mostly when you're probably doing something the Lord wouldn't want you to. (laughs) Wonderful, give it up for that man, everyone. Give it up, give it up. (laughs) Wait, is this really not working or am I? Who's gonna be honest with me? (laughs) Which guy in an olive green shirt with a beanie on his head is gonna be honest with me in this place? I'm uh, San Francisco. I do love watching people on their phones, though. Can't get enough of it. Gotta have it. Right? Gotta check your phone. Cause something could be happening, you're like missing it. Right? We all heard about that guy who was on his phone and walked off a cliff, 60-foot cliff. Right? Funny thing is he was watching a video of man walks off cliff while on phone. We just gotta work on that evolution, not devolution, right, guys? Let's not kill ourselves. Looking out for all of us, especially blue blazer thing in the back. In the back? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a turtleneck you're wearing, sir? Yeah. Wonderful. I like that. I like that. Um, I get the idea, Pam, that you're into like animals um, orgasming around you. <laughs> Picked up on that. I'm gonna take my jacket off, not to like excite anyone. You're all still human beings, right? Are we all still that race together? Good, cool. Well, I am a woman by the way. In case I wanna get that clear. I had a, I had a comedian actually lit- legit two nights ago. She's doing her set. I thought I fucking loved her, right? And then she goes like, like you, sir. And I am sitting right there. But in all fairness, I was sitting like this, like, you know what I mean? Like, really, like, I happen to always love sitting that way. And I've always loved the feeling of, like, I don't know, wearing, like, this is probably men's shirt. These are women's jeans, but these are Levi's, and they make them so you can look like a lesbian, even if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> For all women, just so you know. Just in case you want to walk that fine line of, maybe I'll be bisexual next summer, I don't know, maybe I'll be a blonde, maybe. Anything's possible, right? In California, yeah. Yeah, What do you want to be when you get older? What do you want to be? <laughs> that's a good answer, sir. <laughs> it's going to go well. It's going to go well. Is that Corey Haim over there? Poor guy. On the right? <laughs> Did anyone watch his documentary self? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not documentary. What would you call it? It's a 90s video of him called Me, Myself, and I. And it's a video he made. That's right. On a big budget. <laughs> And it's him floating on a floaty at, uh, like, some rich L.A. pool. Um, it's him just going, like, oh, hey. And he's playing piano on one of those like, amazing pianos that, like, all around. And he's like, oh, hey. And he's got <laughs> frosted tips. And I was thinking, this poor guy, man, he was coked out of his mind, you know, the whole time. And that's, like, when his career just went, <laughs> and it's just so sad, you know? But, like... Gotta watch it, if you just wanna like laugh at something, man, it's pretty funny, it's pretty sad. But, um, and now I think it's probably a national treasure, especially that hair. So, yeah, you know, uh, I was accidentally in the trans march, which was, which was fine, but everyone kept congratulating me, asking who my doctor was. <laughs> Didn't know what to say. Uh, but I am homosexual, give it up for that. Thank you, thank you. It is a tax write-off, so... (laughs) Didn't even tell my mom I was gay, I just started coaching basketball. (laughs) Played well tonight. You played well, Pam. Go Warriors! Go Warriors! (laughs) Curry! I call him Pumpkin Curry. It's pumpkin-colored. Thanks for picking up on that. The other, you know, butch girl in the room. <laughs> Dude, I, I just love being a tomboy till the day I die. Like, I like playing basketball with dudes. I like hanging out, talking about sex with dudes. I like just, like, smoking a joint, passing that shit around and around and just, like, getting along. Hang out with girls too long. Sooner or later, that estrogen starts to just run amok. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, God, like, so-and-so, like, got her feelings hurt. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here! You know what I mean? Why are you wearing those heels? I'm just kidding. All right, I don't know, am I, is there a time limit? Yeah, there should be, right? You guys don't have to be anywhere tonight, right? No, we'll you One more minute, all right, let's see. Uh, you guys wanna hear, uh, what do we wanna hear about? Love, did I hear someone say love? Is that still alive? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, love. Love unites us, you guys. Love is what we need right now more than anything. People be cray. People are so cray right now. And I was born in 1980. Holler if you're part of my generation. And like, shit was just way, way rad, way fun then. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like we need a lot of love and a lot of it now and a lot of it going around to everybody. Without just talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look off your phone. Pick up, put your phone away for a minute. You know, your phone ain't gonna look into your eyes and tell you it loves you. Maybe it will. Maybe it will.
2: It is an opera!
1: Oh, by the way, side so work, there's no material tonight for me. Like, I'm just really trying to riff right now. You guys have been great. Yeah, I threw in maybe a joke or two, but it's fun. <laughs> please it's fun to just kind of like with your with with comedy because comedy is fantastic highly recommend it especially to people who want to gripe you know like just you know get on stage try to make people laugh but gripe, sure why not um uh one last thing um so thanksgiving is coming up right (laughs) who loves thanksgiving yeah I think we can all relate to the whole getting daily with family part, you know, and like one of my favorite family's Thanksgiving's was when my family was all talking about television, you know, television show, television show, te- have you seen the television show, have you seen the television show, and, and then it get to me, like it always circle back and I'd be like, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it, and then they're like, well, you don't have TV, it's very, it's very affordable, and I was like, no, I told you last year and the year before, you know, like I just don't want it. I just don't want it. But it's very affordable. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't. But it's very... <laughs> and then I just pull out a gun and shoot my head, you know. Imaginary one that I drew while I was, you know, listening to talk about TV. Anyways, Ivan have been Tulsi Ivan, Thanks for letting me riff tonight.
0: Yay! Hey, David, in the back. Oh, he's in there. J- John, then we gotta bring up the other microphone. Like far Let's left, left ideology. I, I don't he know. Questions this is probably...
1: My
0: bad. it has a thing on it this is this is one no chelsea you have to stay up there yeah. cuz we have to speed date oh, yeah, you as a yeah, 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 as a crowd as a crowd as a crowd we're going to speed date you chelsea Ivan, for a few minutes this i think that this one is yeah, no, that one's this three. one's s1 S- oh well, we they all this all one's completely, s1 completely they're all marked for no reason. I so here we are, speed dating. First, my favorite thing, my thing to ask you for. Um, I'll speed date you for a second. What's your favorite thing, favorite dish at Thanksgiving?
1: Um, definitely gonna have to say yams. Really? Woo!
0: I would have thought you were a stuffing girl. I would have thought <laughs> you'd want to get.
1: No, dude, stuff. I never understood no.
0: stuffing. Really?
1: Really? Yeah, thought it was a little overrated, <gasps> personally. I was like, I'm not into like moist crumbled bread it's like the grossest thing ever to me and they're like hell out of it we put it in a fucking turkey you're not a stuffing girl you're yams uh, marshmallows and yams it? you know gotta have some sugar with my thanksgiving you dinner.
0: like the marshmallows on
1: top yes oh, okay, okay, okay,
0: okay.
1: call up Donna Ivan. she'll hook it up for you I don't know who that is is
0: she another lesbian that's oh that's another. your mom
1: <laughs> how dare you
0: call her that Gross. I don't know we're I all know. Speed dating. does anybody, anybody want to speed date Chelsea Ivan? you want to
2: ask her some questions no, nope. Geneva doesn't corner. want to ask you, Anybody have if uh, what do you think happens after we die?
1: Oh great question, great question. Um, we either go to heaven or hell probably. <laughs> <laughs> so make it count <laughs> Which
0: do you believe in more? Heaven or hell?
1: Um, I think they both exist because it's like you have like such a polarized universe I just feel like mo- a lot of testimonials people who've been dead and come back They've all experienced one version of the other. It's incredible <laughs> <laughs> Next question <laughs> <The> other questions <laughs> Can glitters ask me a question
3: I've got a statement. I want to congratulate your uh, your color synchronization.
1: Oh, thank you, sir. Thank e- earrings, you. Earrings, watching
3: fingernails. I thank
1: you, thank you. I'm running for um third district committee next next March. So I appreciate you voting yeah, and, for and me. And actually,
3: if you did have to pick a television show,
4: what would it be?
1: Ooh, Eastbound and Down. Next question. <laughs>
4: Aliens, for real or definitely for real? Ooh,
1: those are probably more than likely (laughs) Area 51's manipulation of something, dude. That's my final say on that.
5: Read Behold a Pale Horse. Next question.
0: (sighs) Behold a Pale Horse.
5: Yeah. William, Um, if you could be reincarnated, would you want to come back as a human or a cat? Ooh, 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 Mm. ooh, ooh. It really depends on which cat and where. (laughs) maybe Pam's cat I don't know Uh,
1: I'd be a feral cat in the wilds in like Africa yeah but I would like have to have like a really good pack around me and like know my area does that make sense that makes sense cause I'd be no no (laughs) not quite that far I mean I don't want to be like the king of the jungle too much responsibility
0: just the queen of the jungle everybody put your hands together for Chelsea Ivan. Yeah. Hooray! All right. Moving right along. That was was more successful than I thought it was going to be. I'm so excited. I didn't know I was speed dating the audience. No, it's great. Not that your joke story was very funny. Not that that. I was meaning like the way where I was like, I have no idea how we're going to speed date these people. I have no idea what's going to happen. But the show's coming together. Yeah! Your next comedian. I haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, I had one of the most memorable shows at his house maybe four years ago now, and it was one of the most fun times I ever had. Uh, He brought a bunch of Jews into his backyard, and they all laughed at my jokes and other people's jokes. He was incredibly funny. And it was it was great. It was on his parents' back patio. His parents weren't home. I think they were out of town. I think he was under 21 at the time or something. So I don't know why I was there. Like If the police came, I would have gotten in trouble, because I was probably the oldest person there. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'd come to me and be like, are you his mom? And I'm like, no. I just like to drink. And it was down by Stanford or something. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for John Alkabay. Yeah!
6: Thank you. One detail Pam uh, left out is that I I'm also Jewish. I wasn't just like getting the backyard Jews. They were my friends from Jewish programs and and, and stuff. Um, Jewish too. Um, yeah, I uh, I like being Jewish. It's cool. We have cool holidays. Like on Passover, we're qu- required to have four glasses of wine traditionally. Um, Because our version of God is the pledge master of a fraternity and he wants us to get fucked up. Our God, he's just standing on his cloud looking down on us like, yeah, chug it down, motherfucker. I'm frat God. That's right. (laughs) Cut off the tip of your dick, dude. It's just what you gotta do if you wanna get in. All your brethren before you did it and all your brethren heads forth shall. So snip, snip. Kill your son, dude. No, yeah, that one's brutal, but you gotta... Take him up on a mountain and smash his head with a rock or something. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. (laughs) Did you see that, Zeus? Did you see that shit? He was going to do it. You see that shit? Ganesh, did you you catch that? That's, minus the weird crossover stuff, that's pretty much what happens in the story. God tells Abraham, go kill your son. And then Abraham's like about to do it. And then God is like, whoa there, cowboy. Don't go killing your son. That's uh, my thing. (laughs) Oh, get it? Do you guys get it? Because God gave his only son for us on the cross. Do you guys all remember that one? (laughs) when God killed his only son for our sins? Or is that just me that, no, I'm sorry. What if I just started doing that right now though? If I was like, look folks, we're gonna have a lot of fun here tonight, but there's nothing funny about the sovereignty of the Lord. So what even, is this a cross or is it a cursive and? It goes this way. I see, I see you Catholic church. I'm gonna take the Catholic church down. Not on like any meaningful wavelength of like them harming people, just on like a very semantic level with shapes. The shape stuff, that's my fight. Um, so I, uh, I feel like kind of a giant phony because I'm like, not, I'm like queer, but like on like the like straighter spectrum of it. Like I, I like dudes sometimes and I have this and that's about it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, this, I like this thing. I like having it. It was weird getting it. Getting a piercing at all, a, or any a tattoo is weird. If you like, like, any procedure that you do in a tattoo parlor feels like you're getting surgery in a dive bar. <laughs> it's just like, okay, that's great that that's all sterilized. I don't like necessarily the punk rock while I'm just cutting into my flesh, but do what you gotta do. And then also people often ask me like, hey, did that hurt? That looks like it hurt. And I'm like, no, that it's my eyebrow. It's not my eyeball. That would hurt. You dummy. It's not an eyeball piercing. That would suck. I would never do that. Um, I didn't. I only knew, found out that I was like not a straight person like a couple years ago. When here's the story is I um, was living in Santa Cruz at the time, and I was like pretty lonely. And I, I went on Craigslist. I was I'd like tried Tinder and OKCupid and shit. And I was like, whatever, let's fucking do what the ancestors did. Craigslist, let's go, baby. <laughs> so I went on Craigslist and I typed. I was it went in the men for women section and I like typed a little ad about myself. And then a couple hours later, I got an email that was like from like Brandon or something. And he was like, Hey, Brandon the man here. Um, just wondering, do you want me to suck your dick? I'll do it. <laughs> I was like, okay, Brandon, buddy, you did not follow instructions, um, so that's not gonna... Yeah, I do, but we, that's a separate issue entirely. But yeah, we're gonna do that, but... It just, it's weird to me that, like, my coming out story is just another story of a man taking up space that wasn't his to take. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the position was for a woman, but this guy was like, well, hold on one minute, why couldn't it be a guy sucking your dick, huh? Like, I don't know, man, I, it could. Let's do this. Um, and so we did. It was cool. I mean, at the, at the time, it was cool. It would, it, like, that night, it was awesome. In the coming weeks, the guy was kind of a creep and like was, like, harassing me over text. He was like, like, can I have your dirty underwear? And I was like, no, motherfucker, I need those to make them my clean underwear. I got a little rotation going. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, um, I guess what I'm just trying to tell you is that um, men can sometimes be um, pushy um, with boundaries. So just, you know, (laughs) who'd have thought, right? But I wanted to let the people know. Um, So that so but that night, I'm just on fucking cloud nine. I'm loving it. The next day. I'm like, I'm doing that again with a different dude every night from now on forever. (laughs) 3.5 billion men in the world. Yeah, we got this. We got this. Let's go, baby. Um, So I go on Craigslist. And I look in the men for men section this time because I'm like, that's where it's all happening. That's where it's going down. And I see an ad that was like, who wants to dominate a submissive fag or like something really aggressive like that. And I was like, oh, shit, I do. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, Cheryl, it's like, sure, put my appointments on hold. I got business to take care of. It was, let's just say it was a real the one chooses the wizard kind of moment. You know what I mean? Just felt the energy take me um so i emailed him and i was like yo um i don't want to say the f word but i'm down let's go and and he was he was like cool um come to my house in like the mountains of felton which is just like the santa cruz mountains like danger it's danger it's danger it's come to danger i'm a man i'm a big scary man come to danger um so i drove up there because how would that not be where this story goes if I was just like, you know, I don't think that's a good choice. And then I told you all that is not. No, I went and I immediately regretted it. Cause when I walked into his front door, he had a big fucking Confederate flag step, por- not statue. That'd be crazy. No, a big, a big Confederate flag just like on his wall that I didn't mention. Cause I didn't know what to make of that. It just felt weird that there's this dude that like, thinks there should be slaves and also thinks there should be a dick in his mouth. I, I, was t- I, was sh- I was taken aback by that. But I, And I wanted to leave so bad, but, you know, men, scary, and I didn't want to be fucking chased out of this guy's house with a shotgun, like, let me suck your dick, you faggot! So I'm just in a kind of a pickle here. So, but he, I'm like, all right, let's do it. And he, um, he starts, and he has, like, this big, gross beard, and I'm, like, not feeling it. Um, and I'm like, ah, geez, sexuality is more complicated than I thought. Maybe I am, I don't know what to make of this. Um, and he very astutely notices that I'm not into it. And, um, he was like, um, he goes, Hey, do you want me to put on this ski mask? Like, as if that's just one of the, uh, yeah. No, like as if that's just one of the amenities. Like he said it so casually, it might've been, the, it might as well have been like, want me to put on the air conditioning? Like, yeah, if that's what you're fucking offering here, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Maybe it'll cover up the beard. I don't know. And it didn't do anything good for me. It just felt like I was face-fucking a Muppet. That was all. (laughs) Just like, hi, the new Sesame Street character. Hi, kids, I'm Donnie the Dungeon Slut. I'm here to teach you about complicated issues of consent. You're four. Let's make it happen. Um, So I left, and um, I kind of laid low for a while on that front. Um, And then I was telling some people about it, and they were like, hey, um, you... Just, you should be, live your life as a queer person and just don't use Craigslist, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you know about Grindr? And I was like, oh yeah, I, I have heard about that. I didn't connect the dots that that was for me, but yeah, that's, that sounds like a better call. Um, and then I met this dude on Grinder who called himself Shaman Direct. Um, called him, decided he was a shaman. He <laughs> said that. And he, he like, he, I don't know, I went over to his house and he... This part I haven't ever really talked about that much, so it's a little more raw, but yeah, he, like, claimed to be best friends with Gwyneth Paltrow and shit, and, like, he's, he's, like, verified on Twitter, look him up, Shaman Direct, he's, like, me and my best friend went on a real wormhole, because he's not, turns out not a good guy, he, like, tells cancer patients he's gonna fix them with spells and takes their money, like, he's a bad, but he sucks a mean dick, so I don't know, I don't know what to, what to make of that, um, are there any questions, that's... Yeah, let's do it. Yay! Clap wildly for John Alcabez. Yay!
0: Yay! Do we have speed dating questions?
6: Oh, we got questions. There we
1: go. How long have you had the beard?
6: Um, On and off for, like, I don't know. I just, I just let it get really big like this, and then I shave the whole fucking thing off because I don't know how to trim. Um, so is that what motivates you to wear it? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, I, I also like how it looks, but okay, but yeah,
1: I like um, that it has a square proportion to it. Are you aware of that? Um,
6: I wasn't aware that people liked that. <laughs> well, now you know. Uh,
4: what's your what's your favorite city in your least favorite state?
6: My favorite city in my least favorite state? Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't. I'm not that well traveled. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. Um. <laughs> okay, Tr- trick answer. I will say Tel Aviv in the state of Israel.
4: Nice, oh!
6: <laughs> 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 right? Great city, bad country that calls itself a state for some reason that I never got. Even when I was little, when they were trying to sell me on Israel, <laughs> it's like, okay, why? Why is it a state though? I don't. It doesn't make sense. But yeah.
2: Did you have the beard while you met the ski mask guy? Was it beard on beard? No,
6: I was a I was a bald faced boy.
2: Follow up question: Did that experience inspire the beard?
6: Um, maybe maybe some subconsciously. It's not like I went home and was like, I'm gonna grow a beard. Here we go,
2: but it was. Can you do that though?
6: Um, pretty much, pretty much, yeah.
2: He's forced his beard
6: through,
0: he prayed to God, and he got, and the beard came. Other questions for John Alcabez? There
5: we go. Weird one. That's a funny thing saying in this room, but, all right, if you had Donald Trump tied up, uh, locked in a room, nobody knew where he was, and you had some truth serum, what would be one of the first questions that you would ask him? Pee-pee tapes. Give me the pee-pee tapes now. I want to see the pee-pee tapes. (laughs) Good I don't answer, care about, good answer. I don't right. care about
6: Putin. Uh, PP tapes immediately. And you're free to go, buddy. Okay.
0: Are, do have, Has anyone ever peed on you before? Do you like that? You like old showers? Um,
6: I like... Only like my like my like buddies and like as a joke at camp. <laughs> it wasn't ever. I mean, it was like a little sexual, but it was like, ha ha, I'm peeing on That's you. Awesome. You got pranked with a pee
0: in the shower. It was in, in the, the shower. shower yeah, think. peeing in the shower doesn't count. I pee on people in the shower all the time. I <laughs> mean, I pee
6: on myself.
0: I'm what? a person. What do you mean, I people
6: pee- like plural? No,
0: or just, just I don't. I don't think I've ever peed on more. Person. I've peed on a person. I guess
6: yeah, you can't really say I pee on person. Okay. Okay. Fair. That was awesome.
0: Everybody clap your hands wildly for John Alcabez! Yay! Yay! What beautiful and wonderful stories are coming about tonight here as we're the audience is speed dating the comedians. What a fun. What a fun time we're having! Do you want to go? All right, next comedian. I'm super excited. What a beautiful woman we have up next for you guys. Uh, I'm super excited for you to love her jokes. Uh, she went to New York and came back, and is uh, a whole new woman with new jokes and gorgeous outfits and the whole thing, and very funny. Everybody, put your hands together for Sabrina Miller! Yeah.
5: I have an incredible fashion sense. I didn't just throw this together because this was all that was clean, and I was out of Febreze, so this is what I did. And uh, Pam mentioned that I, uh, I visited New York. I did back in August with uh, me with my girlfriend Juliana. Uh, that's why we're here. We're poly- polyamorous. We're looking for a uh, third person. Just kidding. So we. Uh, so we flew out, and we, we actually drove, we got a car, we purchased uh, her mom's car, and we drove back, first mistake, first mistake, uh, and uh, we, I don't know, we, uh, we stopped in Colorado, beautiful God's country, and then we crossed over into Wyoming, second mistake, apparently, because, uh, has everyone seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, that Wyoming? We did not pass through that part of Wyoming. No, no, no Devil's Tower, no, like, Rolling Hills, just some interstate and dead cows, I think, on the side. That was about it. Then we crossed over into uh, to Utah. I think Utah is next to Wyoming. So I was learning a lot about geography. Uh, thank you, public school system. And we were passing through Salt Lake City, and we came across this big old sign hanging over the, uh, the interstate, and it read, <clears throat> Texting and driving kills, but Jesus saves. No. Am I making that up? Yes, I could never say that. You know why? Because of the separation of church and interstate, of course. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the reaction that joke gets every time, and that's the reaction it deserves. Um, when I first started comedy, I think Pam remembers. I, I you know, I did. I uh, the first time I came to Mutiny Radio was for joke uh, joke workshop. What was it? Halloween, right? Halloween, and it was like I was so nervous. But I was like really flattered that Pam invited me and I was like, because I was performing in front of my peers, you know, really just funny, brilliant people. And I'm like, what the fuck can I say? That'll be funny. And for the longest time, I just had like really bad nerves. But finally, I figured out a way to calm myself down. Now, you know how when you speak uh, in front of a really large audience, they tell you to uh, picture everyone in their underwear? Well, what I decided to do was a variation on that. I just imagine that all my fellow comedians in the audience are never going to amount to anything, <laughs> and spend the rest of their lives in obscurity. I know, I know, it's just kind of a kind of a stretch there. But you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. You know, after you know, after after I die, I want to have something named after me. Uh, you know, some people they have a section of interstate well, named after them, or they have a meadow in Golden Gate Park named after them. Or, uh, or a bench in a park, you know? It's like, oh, Rose loved this garden. Here's the date of her birth and the date of her death. Sit on this bench. No, too cliche. No, I, I want a metro station escalator named after me. Why, you ask? Because I've had just about as many breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Is that better than the interstate joke? I, I don't know. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? I want to go to Mars. I really want to go to Mars, and the reason I'm excited is because I saw Elon Musk's press conference. I think it was last month, streamed live on YouTube. Now he put forth a timetable for putting humans on Mars. A time. This is good. This is serious. This is going to happen. You should be excited. Come on, people on Mars. Uh, and so he said in uh, 2022, the first you know, habitats and cargo are gonna be deposited on Mars by his BFRs, big fucking rockets. And by 2030, a thriving permanent human settlement on Mars. Pretty cool. And I've got a timetable of my own. I'm extrapolating based on the facts. I think by 2035, circuit to 2035, it is safe to say that the first comedian is gonna tell the first dick joke on Mars. (laughs) Could be me. Could be you. Could be you. Could be you. Um, Geneva, forgot your name for a second. And I, I, right after that, I think by twenty forty, we're gonna have the first text. I, you know, I should do a pre-enactment. I, I need a phone. I need a. I, I forgot to bring my phone. Can I borrow? Get, can you borrow your phone, Joanna? You got your phone? My phone's shitty. I don't want to use my phone. I'm embarrassed by it. Uh, it's an Obama phone. All right. Now this is worthy of Mars here. All right, pre-enactment, pre-enactment of the first text on Mars. <clears throat> Dun, dun, God
2: damn, let's try it over here.
5: Dun, dun, shit, almost got it, all right, let's try it over here. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry about that. That's why I should never sing. There you go. I thought I was going to get applause for that, but never mind. Uh. Oh, the first text on Mars, followed shortly thereafter by the first dick pic, followed shortly thereafter by the first guy saying, Oh, babe, I swear to God, Mars' gravity takes off two and a half inches. <laughs> swear to God, I'm eight and a half inches back on Earth, babe. And she's like, whatever. Now, there'll be Photoshop on Mars, I'm sure. What else do I want to talk about here? Yes, raising money. Okay, I don't think something like this is going to do it. I don't think getting uh one of these what is this thing called like a little uh, water jug or whatever it is uh Kickstarter ain't going to kick it either uh, kick it it's not going to cut it either to raise that kind of money, so how am I going to do it now? I want to get into the greeting card business definitely. I think failed comedians should get into the greeting card business. Have you read some of this shit on those cards? like a little birdie told me it was your birthday. It wasn't an early birdie. Oh Jesus Christ, just uh. So here, I have a few ideas, I'm going to run them by you. Idea number one, gentrification is tough. I'm sorry for your loss. Brought to you by Bob's Discount RV. Advertising, that's where the money is. (laughs) Card number two, smile. It's International Women's Day. But only if you feel like smiling and not pressured by some a-hole in Carl's Jr., that's another story. Card number three. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Miller, it's a girl. Happy National Transgender Day of Visibility. Sincerely, your new daughter, Sabrina Miller. Could be anybody, could be anybody. I just used my name, could be anybody. <laughs> that brings me to my next point. I hate gender reveal parties. Uh, show of hands, who knows what a gender reveal party is? I mean, pretty much all of y'all, right? Ugh. For, those, uh, for those in internet land, it's when you know, a bunch of relatives and friends and guests and everything, they gather around the dining room table and wait with bated breath as one of the proud parents-to-be, uh, like, holds the knife over the cake. And if they cut it and it's blue, it's a boy, and they cut it, you know, it's pink, it's a girl. And I just want to, like, I just want to rush in. I want to just crash that shit and be like, no, no, what the fuck are you doing? There are no candles on the cake. You have to wait there until there's some fucking candles on the cake, at least five, Seven. Preferably seven or 33. That's 33. That's what I did. 33 candles. On the National Transgender Day Visibility, which just happens to be my birthday, March 31st, my parents did not appreciate the irony. (laughs) No, that's right. Al Gore and I share the same birthday. We're not two distant cousins on my mom's side. And I'm thinking maybe we can crash gender reveal parties together, right? And maybe uh, like... Okay, him, Jazz Jennings and me. Jazz Jennings, a trans girl advocate, you know. She's a trans girl. She's made more money than I'll ever make in my entire lifetime. All right, so we storm in, right? We go through the back door. It's unlocked, right? And I'm like, okay, huddle up, huddle up. Game plan. All right, cousin Al, okay, go ahead and distract everybody in the living room. Just shame them about their carbon footprint. I didn't see one Prius or Tesla out there. Jazz, go grab that cake. Hide the cake with the gender neutral frosting. All right, let's do this. Mmm, gender-neutral frosting is so tasty. <laughs> Especially that uh, cream cheese frosting. Good stuff. Um, let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, one minute. That's not a lot to talk about. That's not a lot of time to talk about being transgender, so what do I talk about here? I, so I turned 38 this year, National Transgender Day of Visibility. And when I told one of my girlfriends, she was like, oh my God, Sabrina, I thought you were 25. Yeah. 25, 26 tops, girl, what is your secret? Now, I'm gonna tell y'all what I told her. Two-step process to eat small skin in your late 30s. Step one, be born in the wrong body. Ta-da, super easy first step. Step two, just immerse yourself in gender dysphoria because ladies, okay, everybody, everybody, apparently depression is the best facial ever. Who knew, right, sitting in a dimly lit room binge-watching your favorite show? Best way to avoid those unsightly laugh lines and crow's feet. That's how I did it. Compensation from the universe at last. Great, awesome. All right, I I think my minute, my last minute is up, so. All right, let's bring on the questions, bring on the questions. Yay, Sabrina, yay. No, you have to use, oh, use yeah. that microphone. We have questions, we have
0: questions. We must, we must We're gonna playing. speed date Sabrina. Questions from the audience.
5: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um,
1: when did you first put on women's clothing?
5: Hmm, Let me think about five.
1: Really, five? Uh, okay. Yeah, when I
5: was five,
1: pretty young. Um, where did you get the clothing?
5: Actually, my sister's clothing. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> it's just a skirt. It was a denim skirt. Like just denim, denim. I like denim, denim. skirt. To this day, I like denim,
1: denim skirt. Mm-hmm. Is that a corduroy skirt, skirt? that you're wearing? It's a cor- what? What's the I material? Don't
5: know, kind of like, kind of from Forever 21. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's like kind of like, what do you call like no, felty? It's like felt. felt oh, yeah, felty. Like felty. I think yeah. Felt.
1: Felty. When you wear felty, you get felt.
0: Uh, you're, you're, you're a tiny lady, but do, do you ever have, have you ever had trouble finding clothes to express your personality or do you, do you have, is it hard to shop for you? Uh,
5: yeah, actually it's a lot easier now. I mean, it was really harder back in the day cause I had the really broad shoulders. If I had pictures to show y'all, oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. You would not believe it. Uh, you would think it was my, uh, my fraternal twin brother who bore a striking resemblance to David Duchovny. So... <laughs> Uh, but so
0: your shoulders diminished?
5: What what Yeah, happened? yeah. And they used to be like, I used to work out a lot. It's like, I'm going to will myself through this shit, you know, lift a lot of weights. Of course, you, say, you see how that turned out. Um, <laughs> but I used to be almost 190, 190 pounds. Like, I was really muscular, so fairly muscular. Wow.
0: Other questions for Sabrina? Oh, there we go. Oh,
7: thank you. Hi, Sabrina. Uh, I'm just wondering, when you kissed your boo um,
5: Joanna, do you take off your glasses? <laughs> Well, it depends what, what she's in the mood for. <laughs> now, if she's in the mood for the sexy librarian look with the glasses, you know, I'll pull my hair back. You know? That's right. Do me
8: death and yeah, I have a question. When, <laughs> <laughs> when are you in the mood? <laughs> Shh. Let's do that.
5: Work. This is not the place. This is not the place for such questions.
0: <laughs> other, other,
2: other questions for Sabrina? Oh, here we go. What would be... uh? Your perfect first date, ah oh, oh, my perfect
5: first date that's a good question um I would say I would say... Oh, no this is the right I, I would say a church depositano with the i don't you know I don't, know I don't know I don't know what would be my perfect first date that is that's a hard question um I don't know I was homeless on and on food stamps, so I'm a pretty easy first date (laughs) Uh, for Burger King works. Taco, you know, Taco Bell slash KFC. They have a, they take EBT.
0: Stampwiches from, uh, from
5: Whole Foods. You're just done, right? I
0: I love stampwiches. That's how I. Oh yes, that's right. That's right.
5: 10, stamps. You get a free one. How did you stop being homeless? Uh, how did I stop being homeless? I, uh. Well, I got an SRO, actually. Like, after almost a year and a half, I was on this waiting list forever. But then, right as I got offered the jo- uh, the uh, SRO, I met Joanna. We fell in love. And I moved in with her. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Love wins again. Everybody clap for Sabrina Miller. Yay! <laughs> yeah! Where'd Feleska go? Is she still outside? Okay, we won't have her up next. It's all good. All right. Are you? Are you? Hey, sis. So are you dancing tonight? Do you need? I think so. Do you? She can. Um. We'll we'll put we'll put a person up and then you. So give your iPhone to our. Oh, we're already dancing. oh you already. Oh, we're already prepared. We're already. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody! All the way from New York City. You can clap for that. Look at that. He's all the way from New York City. Yeah. But we're going to tell you his name too. I'm so excited to bring him up. He's all the way from New York City. Thank goodness for Ginny Hogan. We all know her and love her. She uh, connected us all together. And I'm so excited to find out all of his jokes. He's new to all of us. How fucking exciting. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sam
3: Morrison. Keep it going for Ginny Hogan. She's popular here. That's cool. I like that. Cool, I liked your, It's a good sad. I liked the church and interstate joke, that was great. Is being gay a tax write-off? Yeah. That would be like, cool. I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of money. Is that how it's measured? I don't know how it would work. Is it?
5: Yeah, <laughs> you
3: have to like register on a website. That's, I don't wanna do that anymore, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's that so it sounds sketchy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I just got into New York City. It was like two days ago. My brother and sister, are right over there. Yay! Yay! They're pretty high. It's so like talk to them. Uh, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> I'm pretty high too. Uh, <laughs> I was worried about like whether that was gonna be like rude to show up to a show high, and then yeah, no, and I got that vibe. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the, the like opening song, and I was like, oh, dope, uh, we're good. <laughs> uh, I, was in, I, was, I, was, I was just in New York City two days ago, and while I was there, uh, I wore this shirt. Uh, my shirt says Big Gay Bowling, and a total stranger, he stopped me on the street, and this is true, he stopped me, and he said, he'd scream, Jesus didn't do no Big Gay Bowling. <laughs> And I thought, well, this is the gayest homophobia. Because what he said made me go, ooh, I don't like this. But the way that he said that made me want to go, ooh, tell him, girl. <laughs> Good. Can you tag all of my jokes? This is, would be great. But also, did he like? Did he then expect me to just like turn around and be like, no, this whole time I've been sucking dick because I thought that Jesus was in a gay bowling league. I don't know, you guys. I mean, I, like, he seemed pretty gay to me, right? If you ask any straight guy what he wants for his last meal, he'd be like, I wanna, he'd be like, he'd be like I wanna, I wanna stick. And I don't know how straight people talk, but <laughs> Jesus was like, I want a long wooden table, dress code, nightgown, I will bring that wine, boys only, boys only. No girls, no girls. But I feel bad for him, you know what I mean? Right, like he, because he was in the New York City neighborhood of Chelsea. And I don't know if you know Chelsea, but it sounds like it. (laughs) Sounds like you're a gay man in his 20s that lives in Chelsea, actually. (laughs) Yeah. You nailed the aesthetic. So, (laughs) it's like, that must just be an exhausted anti gay man. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know how many catty bitches there are in that neighborhood? He just brought a straight knife to a gay gunfight. You can't just waltz into Chelsea with unclever hate crimes. We will tear your ass apart and maybe eat it out. <laughs> the dance moves are perfect. I think we should just make this a duo piece. Cuz like no matter what I say, everyone's going to look at that jacket. Like <laughs> No, it's amazing. It's amazing. Don't get insecure about any of this. All uh, right. As I was walking away, he screamed at me. Uh, He screamed, repent. And purely by impulse, uh, I just went like this. Right here, I went, and then I ran away. (laughs) (laughs) But the next time this happens, you guys, I'm prepared, because in addition to my gay bowling shirt, I have a gay Jesus shirt. So if I hear, Jesus didn't do no big gay bowling, I'm going to go, Jesus was a bottom. (laughs) (laughs) You better show it. I think he uh uh uh, 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to show more is what I realize. I figured it out. <clears throat> this is uh <laughs> for those li- for those listening are there people listening that can't see that, they won't get that. But I, I uh, lifted up the shirt that I was under. I don't know why I'm looking up there. Hello. I lifted up the shirt that I was under and there was a shirt that says Jesus was a bottom beneath it. Which is available for $19.99 on samuelmorrison.com. <laughs> Never mind. But there's truth in comedy that is there. Uh, (laughs) Is anyone here on Grindr? I don't know why I looked at my sister's boyfriend when I said that. (laughs) This is weird. Like, I don't want to date the audience. Like, a quarter of the audience is my family. (laughs) Now this is like weirdly intimate. Everybody, this is Lena, Zach, and Josh. Uh, what did I ask? <laughs> Definitely hi, by the way. wait, uh, but nobody here is on Grinder? All right, cool. you don't have to <laughs> seem like weirdly ashamed about it. Do you know where we are? <laughs> Do you, Oh that's so sad, but also true. There's some catty bitches on there. Well, I would love it if you joined me on Grindr. Because I love Grindr. I do. Because I could get a blowjob, and I just got a blowjob. <laughs> Grindr's like the Netflix of ass-eating, only with more Michael Sarah. Does that, does that make sense? Here are my three steps to coming out as a homosexual. One, download Grindr. Two, delete Grindr. Three, repeat steps one and two for six years. And download Etsy. Uh, I forgot that. I found out, as a comedian, sometimes like the world just sort of hands you a joke. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? And you just have to say like, "Thank you, Republicans," and keep walking. Um, I just found out, and I'm so excited about this, and it's true. I just found out. <laughs> it's so funny. I just found out that uh, gay conversion camps use theater. <laughs> Is that it crazy? It's like. Sad- Camps using hot dogs. (laughs) Turns out gay conversion camp is kind of just gay camp. Like, (laughs) you can't expect to send your sexually confused teenager to sleepaway camp with other sexually confused teenagers to express themselves by theater and have them come back and be like, look, I've costume designed my way to heterosexuality. (laughs) Do you like my New York giant shawl? Uh, Do you guys think lesbian conversion therapy is camping? good the lesbians laughed at that joke that's all I needed it's like 40% of my audience Um, (laughs) I came out to my dad earlier this year I'm gay by the way and it was um, was, uh, my brother and sister really like that joke that's cool it was whatever, I just, um, it was fine. I just like don't talk to my dad that much since my parents got divorced like four years ago and my friends always ask Sam, don't you miss talking to your dad? And I always say the same thing back. Why would I miss talking to my dad when I'm talking to like nine of them on Grindr? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I can definitely feel the judgment from like the side of the room and uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it was behind you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm not, it's true, like it's absolutely real, and I'm not even talking about like a 25 year old porn star daddy. I want like an out of shape 40 year old that coaches little league and is confused by his iPhone. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I want a father with a child. I I don't want a child, that's not right. I don't want baby adjacency. That's what my sexuality is. I'm saying if a guy has a baby next to him, then I don't know what it is. I just like immediately ejaculate, not on the baby. How clear are we on that? Not clear enough, uh, I saw a dad walking down the street the other day, he had three babies. He had a baby on his back, another baby attached to his chest, and another baby on a leash, and I thought, I wanna be all those babies. <laughs> I feel like I'm the most comfortable one in the room right now. And it's, I, it's, I, I, I mean, I, it's fine, I, I like get it, some people are, you know what, I can't like change who I'm attracted to, you know, it's just like, you're straight, yeah? How you can't, sorry, that seemed like encouraging. Um, <laughs> we don't want to encourage that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just how you can't just like get up and start having sex with women. I can't just start having sex with poor people. Do you understand? <laughs> uh, I know it's not a competition, but I've been on more dates with dads than my divorced mother. <laughs> and more dads have sat on me than the bleachers at a little league baseball game. I've been on more gate date. <laughs> I almost said gates. God, you need to come to all of my shows. You are so much fun. Oh no, it's a very important that I not mess up the rhythm of the dad fucking one-liners, and it's just messed up. I've been on more dates with gay dads than a twink trying to put himself through NYU. <laughs> yeah, this is why you don't fuck up with the rhythm, because that was so weird. And, uh, <laughs> I'm about, like, 40 more, but I think I'm going to bail. Uh, I've had more dads inside me than New Balance shoes. All right, that's all. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Middle, um middle school was uh tough for me. I got bullied a lot. Anybody else here? Yeah. <laughs> big applause break from the queer show uh <laughs> I said, but you can't win in middle school, right there's you can't if you just like if you're too smart, you're a nerd, if you have a lisp, you're gay, if you just have a fucking roly backpack, that's on you. Don't be a Jew. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she,
6: <was>
3: <laughs> she liked that joke too much. you know I said I, uh. No, there's nothing funny about this. I just can't remember the jokes. I have too many middle school... When I, was, when I was in middle school, I masturbated to straight porn. I know, which is so sad, right? Thank you. Everybody's like, ha, ah, and I'm like, what do you think I'm doing up here? And... <laughs> I did. I, I, I just watched the guy and I'd wait for him to like stand up with an erection and then I'd pause the video and masturbate to that. And to this day, I can't get off until the guy I'm with stands up and freezes with an erection. But eventually, I did watch gay porn, but it came in waves. So I watched gay porn for like a month, and then I go back to straight porn, which is tough to go from straight porn to gay porn back to straight porn. That's very diff- that's like going from Bush to Obama to Donald Trump. <laughs> because everything was shitty under bush but like i didn't really know any better and then obama got elected and i was like i am so horny and then trump got elected and i was like well this is more difficult than i remember <laughs> thank you guys you've been so much fun i'm sam morrison
0: sam morrison who in sam's who not in sam's family wants to date <laughs> speed date sam morrison questions. People not in his family. We have questions. Anybody have questions? Yeah, we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
7: Yes. Thank you so much, Green Eggs and Sam. I have a question. <laughs>
3: Did you already give me a nickname? Yes. There was like four seconds into the sentence. There are several. Um, what size shoe do you wear? That's actually uh, 14. Good question. Okay, I gotta go.
0: <laughs> hey, Susie, better work. Bringing up the important questions. Uh, other question. So you recently came out to your father. When did you know that you were gay?
3: Whoa, we're getting right into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if you just came out to him, have
3: you no, I know, ever? no, no, no. Yeah, um, actually, he picked, he found out from a video. I shouldn't talk about this. Uh, he found <laughs> out from a video I posted online of stand-up and just like emailed me. Wow. Yeah. So
0: you didn't even purposely do
3: it. It was sort yeah, of. Yeah, but I have a weird relationship with my dad. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the right reaction. Actually, no. We're going to dig into this. Let's work it out. (laughs) My
2: family's here. I'm talking about my dad. Let's (laughs) know. Ask anything else. Uh, (laughs) What's the worst date you've ever been on?
3: Huh. Um, Solid? I don't don't know. I mostly just... uh, Oh, God. I guess... Okay, so one time... I did go on a date with a guy at like a bougie hotel in New York City, and he was just super weird and aggressive. And so I left like before we even got our drinks. So that was the weirdest one. Sorry to bring the boo down. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was it?
0: What was the? Was he, what was the weird aggressive thing he did? What did he like? Oh, he just went instead of shaking your hand. No, he was actually
3: aggressive in that, like, he was romantically aggressive. He was like, Oh, I'm going to take you to plays and I'm going to, like, you're going to, I'll take care of you and, like, hug you every night. And I was like, We have not eaten food together. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we've eaten food separately. We need to eat food together to know if we're going to. Who's gonna top anyway? <laughs>
0: Everybody, clap your hands wildly for Sam Morrison! Yay! All the way from New York City, rad! Wow. Your next comedian. Oh my God, he is one of the most amazing dancers and choreographers I've ever seen in a comedic sense. Uh, You guys are gonna love him. He's super, super funny, and uh, get ready for the sparkle and the majesty of Jesus. You better work!
7: (laughs) I know, you guys are all surprised. Like, really, is he gay? (laughs) So tired of having to prove myself. But I'll try my best. It is so great to be here. Thank you so much, Pam, for having this Yay! queer edition of <clears throat> Let Me Be Perfectly Queer with you here at Mutiny Radio. And thank you very much, of course, to your Mutiny MutinyRadio.fm listeners. And to our out-of-towners, thank you so, so much for joining us here today. My God, you know, Santa Rosa is a lot farther than New York City. It's a whole other town. <laughs> Have mercy. Well, yes, it is so, so great to be here. Um, well, gee, let's just drop into the chili, I suppose. You know, talk about bad dates, girl. You know, I um, once... Uh, I uh, had a little love, rendezvous with a gentleman that I met um, online. <laughs> yeah, I met him on craigsfist.org. <laughs> you know, it's kind of similar to craigslist.org in that craigsfist.org is also free. It's uh, just not free of pain, but <laughs> save that for the next speed dating edition. <laughs> Anyhow, when this gentleman and I were lying down in bed and I reached down to feel what I was gonna be working with, I felt a very solid eight-inch personality, so I knew we were off to a great start. <laughs> and then when I reached down just a little further to give those uh, testicles a little testy tickle, um, I only felt one. So I reached up just a little higher to that pubic patch area where sometimes the testicles get stuck and you gotta, you know, gently press down on the pubic patch to shoot it back into its sack. And when this gentleman realized what I was doing, he looked at me and very confidently let me know that he only had one testicle. Well, Muni Radio FM listeners and everybody else, initially I thought I would go ballistics. I've never been in that situation before. <laughs> But then I remembered his uh, solid eight-inch personality, and I decided right there and then that he and I were going to have a fabulous time, nonetheless. That's right. You know, truth be told, it did not matter that this guy only had one testicle. No, you know, it was like um, going to a coffee shop and, in this case, ordering a size large tea. But instead of two tea bags, I would only be getting one. <laughs> but my thirst would still be quenched, and I would still get all the nutrients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was like being a fan of the R&B group Destiny's Child, you know, when they first came out, only to discover that they had gotten rid of one of the group members. So it didn't feel quite the same. But then you remember that solid eight inch Beyonce star and ultimately that's all that matters. Say my name, say my name and get into formation. Oh, I was having such a great time with this guy that, you know, truth be told, I did not want it to end. So I decided that before he and I finished, you know, we would play a little game. So I took a moment to look at his erect eight-inch pole and his one testicle, and I gently lifted up that one testicle and initiated a fierce game of tetherball and swung that sucker around that pole. (laughs) Oh, it was so much fun, San Francisco, you know, not to brag or anything, but uh, this gentleman's one testicle and myself are now testy besties. Don't test me. You know, I would even go so far as to say that I had a ball. You better work. Think that deserves a swallow? God, look at me. Not even up here two minutes and already I'm so thirsty. mm mm-hmm. mm. mm. <laughs> it's really good. It's fresh squeezed. It's your color. You better work. I don't know if it's your size though. You know, this so while we're on the subject, this straw is so special to me. It was a gift from my mother when I was a child. You know, both of them, actually. Uh, it was the only way she could get me to drink my orange juice. <laughs> a lot of vitamin C since then. FYI, it makes a great seat cushion, too. <laughs> Maybe your brother wants to try, Sam? <laughs> Two is better than one, yes. Are you the brother? Oh, okay, when are you gonna come out? <laughs> Just wanna know. I can tell my friend. <laughs> you better come on now. You are in San Francisco, okay? Let me pull down my pants. Hold on. Uh, well, well, look at me. Oh, my God. Asking about people's sexuality. I haven't even introduced myself. Oh. Uh, my name is Jesus You Better work. That's Jesus as in uh, most of you will probably remember me as Jose. <laughs> we got the ho part right. Jose what? Middle initial U, which stands for Uranus. Because beautiful people here in the 415, for those that know me, know that I'm very down-to-earth, but I'm even more down to Uranus. You better tell a friend. (laughs) Tell an astronaut. Astronaut with two S's. Yes! (laughs) And my last name is Better Work. No spaces, but with plenty of space for every race. (laughs) Not too many races in here, but it works in other places. So all (laughs) together... So all together, it is Jesus Uranus. Better work, and you know it does. Tell a five and make a clap. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Ooh, Sam, your brother can make a clap. You better make a clap. Girl, I have not been on the microphone in a minute, girl. I'm not even gonna lie, okay? Fortunately, however, I have been on something that looks strikingly similar to this microphone, so I'm less nervous as a result. <laughs> Okay, it was black too. Well, let me see. Switching Richard gears a little bit. I think I would Dan rather talk about this next bit. Oh my God! Well, you know, since we're talking about sexuality, girl, you know, yes, I am a proud member of the one and only LGBTQ element PQRSTUV community. Pick a letter and take a seat. We'll be with you shortly. Uh, but, you know, uh, unfortunately, my sexuality hasn't always been accepted. In my case, it was by my mother. I remember I was about eight years old, and we were uh, all sitting at the kitchen table it was myself and my immediate Latino family, so, you know, just 25 of us. And somehow the topic of myself and my older brother possibly becoming gay in the future came up. And I remember very clearly my mother switching back and forth with her finger between my brother and myself saying, if I ever find out that the either of the two of you turn out gay, you can just forget about being a part of this family. You know, and I almost didn't fully take in what she had said because with her finger just wiggling in my face, I just envisioned something similar wiggling in my face in my near future. <laughs> but the power bottom line is I did understand what she said. So <laughs> the next day I signed up in an attempt to mask who I truly am. I signed up for something Butch called sports. <laughs> Specifically, it was soccer. And I remember reading soccer, <laughs> I'd rather suck him. But you know, once I started reading up on soccer, I actually became quite interested because I read that in soccer, there's a coach. And I was like, oh cool, this sport comes with a purse. It's gonna be a lot more fabulous than I thought. <laughs> I haven't been on the mic in a while, okay? <laughs> but then of course I you know, found out that a coach in soccer is an older gentleman that would be teaching us young boys how to play. So then I got really excited. <laughs> So then, of course, you know, now I'm signed up for soccer. I had to get my soccer outfit, and the fact that I called it an outfit should have been rainbow flag enough, if you ask me. But you know, I had to purchase something known as shin guards, and shin guards are what soccer players use on their legs to protect them. You know I had to protect my legs from the balls. And uh, I remember uh, the guy assisted me. Uh, you know Despite that I was only eight, I already had hairy legs, and the shin guards were actually pulling on my leg hair. So when the guy asked, oh, how did those shin guards feel? I told him, oh, no, not but the hair of my shinny shin shin. But cut to the first day of soccer practice, you know, they put me up as none other than goalie. And they immediately took me off because, you know, those balls come in my way. I couldn't help but let them in. <laughs> but I begged my teammates and my soccer coach to give me a second chance as goalie. And second time is a charm for Jesus. You better work. Because second time around, beautiful people, not one of those soccer balls made it past me. No. You know, I really impressed my teammates and my soccer coaches that I caught each and every one of those soccer balls with my mouth. Yes! <laughs> And it just goes to further illustrate, you know, one is born fabulous as they are because even at the tender age of eight, intuitively, I knew I would be best with balls when I did not use hands. And you better work. (laughs) God, I think I deserve to swallow from both straws, (laughs) girls. Got to get my peach infused. Mm. Oh my gay God. Let me see. I really hope the music is loud enough. Um... You know, girl, I want to win this baby. I just want to get, like, third place. (laughs) Ah, my my hair is tangled. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I always forget your name in the booth. Dave. Dave. Dave and Buster's, honey, okay? Whenever you're ready. Oh, is this going to (laughs) be... Come on, let's work, 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 work. Beep, beep. Come on, let's work it to the bone.
8: Come on, let's work.
0: Did you make those shorts yourself?
7: Girls, yes. They're beautiful. <laughs> Homemade. <laughs> They're beautiful. Homemade. <laughs> we're, they, they were my father's at one point. <laughs> when,
0: when did you start uh, dancing? And uh, were, you, were you like in junior high making up dances in like by your locker, or did it take you until you were an adult
7: to be like? Girl, I, was too, <laughs> I was too busy getting beat up by my locker in middle school, okay, to be <laughs> choreographing anything those choreographed moves are based on assaults. <laughs> yeah, no. I, um, no, no, I've always been dancing, yeah. Actually, the choreographer for my dances is Corey Action of New Style Motherlode in Oakland, California. Yes, he is everything, honey.
0: Yay. Other, other questions for Jesus? You better work.
7: You better yawn of the dead. What sign
2: are you? <laughs> can you hear me?
7: Girl, I can hear you. I can feel what, you, too.
2: Jesus, what sign are you? What's your uh, sign?
7: Uh, like sign of the times?
2: Your horoscope
7: man. Oh, girl Aries. <laughs> I thought that was a trick question. He's a ram. <laughs> I only went to community college for a month. He's
0: a ramming in. Uh, Aries. Yeah.
7: What's your sign of the times? Girl, time after time.
2: <laughs> time after time. But what time. would you do if you could turn back time? Woo.
7: Girl, I got a tattoo on my ass, on my other ass cheek.
2: <laughs> Clap wildly for
0: Jesus. You Thank better
7: you. win. Thank
0: you. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. Your next comedian is all lesbian all the time. My favorite. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. I'll do you once We are all in for a treat, you guys. She is my favorite loose cannon of all time. We don't know what's going to happen right now, but we're going to have a good time. Put your hands together for Valeska!
8: She totally dragged me out for this shit because I haven't been, I am a retired comedian. I don't deal with this bullshit. I'm too busy having weird sex escapades and things, but I'll start off with a little bit about myself, all right. I once tried out for the vagina monologues. They politely asked me to leave because my pussy smelled so bad. All the porno I've ever done was made by TED Talks. The other night, I met a guy he said, he remind me of my cousin, yo. I'm like, why, did she try and fuck you? The other night I had a dream about my friend's mother. She took a can of tuna and opened it and grabbed my shirt and poured the juice down the front of my shirt and my pants, she said, this is just to remind you of what a whore you are. This is a, was a dream. <laughs> The other day, I went in for a job interview. It just said sales position. It was at the mall. And it was, turns out it was for one of those pulsating zit zapper things, like to get rid of pimples, it pulsates. They said, So this is a sales position. How would you sell this? Are you a hard seller or a soft seller? I said, Well, I would say, Hey, pizza face, I can tell by the way you walk, you probably have zits all over your ass. Come and try this thing. It pulsates, it vibrates. Duh, 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 duh. So anyway, I was at the mall. This psychic woman, she said, my name is Mary. Her and her seven sisters came, they surrounded me. They said, we're psychic. We can tell you have a block on your throat chakra and your sacral chakra. We can remove it for $500 a chakra. We can remove your blocks in your throat and your sacral chakra. And I said, shit, I'm fucked up. I'm all blocked up. So I go to the Castro, go to a gay bar. I'm tripping, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking blocked. And this guy said, you just need some dick down your throat and up your ass. What the fuck is your problem? $500? I said, but I'm a lesbian but anyway so since we have all this time i'll kill it with your bitch's pussy jokes so if you're fucking your bitch pussy right sit down cuz uh your bitch's pussy your bitch's pussy this is like poetry okay sit down and get comfortable your bitch's pussy is like a classroom no attendance your bitch's pussy It's like a spare the air day. Everyone rides for free. Your bitch's pussy is like bubble wrap. Every time it moves, a blister pops. Your bitch's pussy screamed out Beetlejuice three times and gave birth to Donald Trump. Everybody here, I'm sure you're environmentalists, you're concerned about the environment, how much waste you leave, your carbon footprint. You should be more concerned about your bitch's vaginal footprint. Your bitch's pussy's like a garden gnome. It just stands out on the lawn looking at you funny. Your bitch's pussy's like an egg beaten. Your bitch's pussy's so fat it likes bacon wrapped dick. Your bitch's (laughs) pussy menstruates peanut butter and queefs Bible verses. It's like a low hanging fruit. Enough said. It's like Michael Jackson is dead. It's like the Titanic, it's sunk. It's like Meg Ryan's career, it's over. Show me the Vag Facts. It would take 10 days by horse just to get through your bitch's pussy hair. Your bitch's pussy is like Bob Saget. Enough said. My pussy, my pussy is like John Stamos. Perfect hair. Because my pussy shoots chemtrails in the night sky. So anyway, here's the song I wrote for my drag queen friends. This song is called, Tuck Your Balls Back and Wipe the Poo Off Your Butt. <laughs> it's to Mary J. Blige's, uh, what's it called? Without you Some Bullshit, like that, the dance version goes like this. Let me see you tuck your balls back, balls back. I want to see you tuck your balls back, balls back. I got a question for you. Does it itch when you said, like a bitch? Tell me, is your penis so long that you can pee from behind, girl? I want to see you tuck your balls back, balls back. I want to see you tuck your balls back, balls back. It's been so fucking long since I've done any of this kind of bullshit. So since we're talking about weird bullshit, like all this, everybody's going around just jerking off in front of everybody. Um, Guys are just pulling out their dicks, jerking off. I had a Facebook comment yesterday. It really blew my mind. This bitch, this big dyke from San Jose who's always been all over me. She's like, your lingo makes you look, you sound really old. I said, what, gay guys are jerking off to me? What, does it make me sound, oh, I'm tripping on this comment. Because I just, before all this jerking off accusations came out, I was like, This motherfucker, because all last year, my ex-BFF wouldn't stop jerking off. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. And he was doing this thing with his tits. He's like, I'm a woman. Let's be women together. Come to my house. I have, I've DVR'd the whole Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman series. Isn't that what lesbians do? They sit around watching Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman fondling each other, because I'm a woman just like you are. Oh, and he was doing this shit with his breasts, fucking He works at a bar. He come behind the bar like this with his tits, like handing me drinks and like being behind the bar. Uh, uh, like fucking jerking off. I'm like, dude, I complained to the bar owner. No, I was like, this is just disgusting. He's jerking off. He's a gay. All these gay guys going around. I'm trans. I'm a woman. That's that. I just don't know where to go with it because I'm over it. So you know what I did? <laughs> Cause this is what I'm known for, right? Is switching women, you know, turning them over to this side. <laughs> so this girl, she kept sending me nudes, right? And I was like, you gotta stop sending me nudes, right? I was actually no I was like, God, <laughs> what more nudes can you send me? I was like, I'm gonna come visit ya. <laughs> So she lived up in Twin Peaks, California. I was like, where the fuck, there's like a real Twin Peaks. It was like, anyway, I ended up fucking with a poltergeist. I home wrecked her. She asked me, I mean, I get asked to be married like once every couple of years. Somebody asked me to marry. I What I think is really cool is <laughs> they had a poltergeist, okay, I went to their like, cabin in the mountains in Twin Peaks, California. It was just like the TV show where Laura Palmer got killed, except that was in, like, upstate New York somewhere. But the shit was so surreal. It was just the exact same thing as the Twin Peaks theme song. It was, like, a misty mount. It was so fucked up. This cabin was haunted. There was a bottle of vodka on the microwave that flung itself across the room. It's just. It was the guy, I'm so happy because the haunting calmed down when I came down. And like, I home the wife, left the husband was just I got fucked like never before by this virgin. Cause I'm into you know the young girls, the millennials that always want to do. I mean, there's so much I could talk about right now. We only have like, whatever, how much time? One minute, yeah, I don't know. This guy, he was waking up. He had scratches all over his back. I was like, demon motherfucker, fuck with this bitch. I mean, it was just so weird. There's just too many things I can say. Like, this guy came, it was so Twin Peaks. This guy came on stage. He's like, I give women multiple orgasms. All my chakras are aligned. Dude, it was so weird. It was just, Twin. Anyway, is there anything, oh, let's ask dating questions because I'm like, ugh, fucking with ghosts and like, I don't know where to, that's why I don't do stand-up, because it's just got too weird, too Tuck your weird balls shit. back.
0: Put your hands together for Valeska. Oh, she's like, get away. Yeah. tuck your balls back. Hi. We yeah. have questions, we have questions Ques- for Valeska. Questions, speed dating questions. <laughs> questions, Does she tell us everything? There we go.
3: Ask me something weird. Okay. Who is the protagonist of Jurassic World?
8: Yeah, that's I don't know. Is that a Jeff Goldblum uh, question? That's a Jurassic Park. I don't know what the fuck are you talking about. No, who? All no, I know who's about the protagonist is of
3: Jurassic World? I don't
8: know any of these big words that you're telling me. I know young girls. <laughs> And demons, and I guess that Satanism is, is a protag- pro- Protagonation Of pro- procrastinating You're gay, right? You're a procrasti- oh my god Does this have to do with Paris Hilton? Yep Cause that, that Herpes scare, herpes scare That's all I can answer you with there It's a herpes <laughs> Thanks scare so much. I don't fucking know
0: Herpes scare. Herpes simplex one and shape two the shifter. same
8: Shapeshifters. <laughs> right? Am I right?
0: I've been accused <laughs> of being a shapeshifter. <laughs> are you on your meds? I'm kidding. Do you take any meds? <laughs> mean? I not mean to be mean. You do You asked me
8: this the last time. Did I? And I said, "That's so rude," because. <laughs> I had a good fucking answer. I don't know what the hell. Vaginal wart. I don't know what to tell you now. <laughs> no, that's the last thing you want to see me on is some fucked up medication. I had a good funny answer. I don't do stand up comedy very often. I'm so I'm too busy having living my life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hanging out with these losers.
0: <laughs> Other questions for Valeska?
5: <laughs> Here we go. Uh oh, shit. <laughs> The burning question on my mind, indeed everyone's minds: What would it take for you to get married? I'm just curious. Anything? I, I had to ask the question. It was just like the elephant room or something. Anyway.
8: Well, this one. Do you remember Eric, my bandmate? He was coming here, motherfucker. This is the mother of my child doing a rant. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's every two, Wendy Ho, every two years, it's a fucking, this one is coming, the husband that just got taunted and harassed by this poltergeist, he did not fuck with me and the girl. This poltergeist scratched the shit out of his back and shit, was throwing around shit all in the room. He, uh, I don't know, he just made this fucking new, Friday the 13th video game and like he can't even handle it because he's a bitch ass fucking pussy. But anyway, he's getting like millions of dollars. So she's gonna just kill him and he's getting millions. So she's getting millions of dollars. That's gonna really. Uh, that's a lot like they're coming in a million like like i'm like cardi b is worth like four million dollars this guy's worth like 20 million so you're gonna
0: murder the husband
8: no 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 sorry the, the poltergeist <laughs> would have killed him by now i don't even know what's going on right now but like he's gonna kill himself because he's a bitch ass i cannot believe these people and uh, never mind but um millions of dollars but that's not even because she knew how to fuck the first time like the people in San Francisco are like babies I go to SoCal they're like whoa because I get harassed constantly all kinds of these little millennial girls it's like hey hey they come up with their friend they're like this is my friend she wants to have her first lesbian experience with you hey, hey, hey. and I'm like bitch I'm not a whore I snap at these chicks they're like all over me that I used to be hated and ugliest thing now they're just like I'm like that they want this plump fucking thug life thing right here. And like, <laughs> but now that, I don't know. So yeah, she she's got on top. She does not know what the fuck, what the fuck? This bitch knew how to fuck her first time? What? I ain't never seen something like
0: this. How, how many women have you been their first lesbian experience for? Oh. <laughs> are, are you like, know, are you like the first? <laughs>
8: like all of them all of them I'm like a fucking amusement park ride I am a fucking fragrance called It's Just Valesca. When it used to, now it's cool to les out and so It used to be like, if I had a goddamn dollar, every time I would get an email or a text from a friend of a mutual friend going, I swear to God, it was that one time with Valesca. Nobody else, I would never do that with another woman. It was just Valesca, it's just Valesca. I'm not that way, I swear to God. If I had a fucking dollar for every time, it was just Valesca, I would have fragrance that I could sell, it's just Valesca, it's just Valesca. <laughs> that one time, I'm that one time in college, I swear to God. This is that one time in college for some reason.
0: It's because you have the best calves in the biz. Everybody, clap your hands widely for Valeska!
7: Oh, yay!
0: Yay, Valeska, yay. yay! All right, we're coming down to your last two comedians. Yeah! Your next comedian is, did your house actually burst? burn, burn down? It didn't. Okay, thank God. Uh, uh, he's from Santa Rosa. So you just figure that everyone in Santa Rosa, like they lost a pet or a house or something terrible. But uh, it's a terrible, it's a travesty. But you're still a hilarious person. Even though I'm going to forget your last name, but I know your first name is Mike. Whitaker. Oh, that's great. Everybody put your hands together for Mike Whitaker.
4: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't even, I don't even know what, where to go after that. I was watching You Better Work and I was like, I don't even know if I don't even know if I'm gay anymore. (laughs) I am. I'm just regular suck and fuck gay. I have never. I have never been booty dance to Missy Elliott gay for a minute. (laughs) I'm getting called out for being a liar occasionally, occasionally. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah, no, I am from Santa Rosa. Uh my house didn't burn down, but I did move into a tent a few days ago. I moved I moved out of a converted garage and into a tent. And I I've been telling people I've moved in I moved into a tent and they're like, "Oh, you were you were like affected by the fire." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Please think that. Please." Please don't think that this was a fiscal situation at all. Please don't think that I moved out of a kind of expensive converted garage into a situation where I'm living. See, here's the thing. I'm not calling it a tent. I'm calling it my chalet. I'm calling it my chalet. So when I bring dudes over to my chalet, they're like, I'm like, yeah, come over to my chalet and they show up and they're like, This is not what I thought a chalet was (laughs) like the eggs on my face here. Cause like, I should have known better, but you're technically not lying. So let's do this. (laughs) Oh, I, uh, I came out to my parents, uh, by bringing my ex-boyfriend to my brother's funeral. Because I thought reminding my parents they'd never get grandchildren would really lighten the mood. <laughs> oh. I think uh, the, f- the first moment I realized I was gay, it was probably I was about to go to school in the morning. I'm sitting eating Cheerios, watching music videos on TV. And the music video for D'Angelo's Untitled. How Does It Feel came on. Oh, hell yes. I mean, I could give you a shot-by-shot shot breakdown <laughs> of the whole thing. It opens. D'Angelo's left ear slowly coming into frame. His cornrows are a little messy. He's been laying down in those sheets. <laughs> I'm going to bail on that joke. Holy shit. Oh... I, uh, I had a dry spell recently, guys. I, I had like a big dry spell and I broke it. I broke it. I had like a one night stand, but it lasted like multiple nights. It's the best kind of one night stand. Uh, first night. Great. Second night. Great. Third night guy comes over, lays down on my bed and it's like, are, uh, are these the same bed sheets from from the last couple nights and I'm like, yeah, he's like, have you you haven't washed them? And I was like, uh, you want me, you want me to lie to you? I don't, uh, he's like, maybe if I come over tomorrow, you get new bed sheets. And I'm like, okay, okay. I am, I'm not a man of means, but I can go to target and buy spend 1399 on a new fitted sheet. We can make this shit happen. So I go, I buy a new bed sheet. I unfurl it. I I stretch it out and try to do three corners at once and slip the fourth corner on. He comes over, he lays down, he's like, "Ooh, you got red sheets." He lays down on my bed. He's like, "These are These are kind of scratchy. Did you Did you wash these before you put them on your bed?" And I'm like, "No." Cuz they're brand new bed sheets. He's like, "No, they're dirty from the factory. They have metal dust. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, uh, am about to fuck you in the ass on these bed sheets. These are, these are the cleanest these sheets are ever going to be. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm a country boy. Like I can, I'm a farm boy. I I can do shit like change a car tire, but also my parents pay my car insurance, so I'm gonna call AAA. <laughs> there was a period of time where I got four flat tires in in two months, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I just I called AAA and Triple G, AAA Triple G. <laughs> How thematically appropriate for this show? AAA came to change my tire. As a big big guy gets out. And I'm like, ah, fucking like, this is the fourth flat tire I've had in two months. And he's like, sounds like you're fucking around with the wrong girl, huh? And I'm like, uh, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to tell this truck driver that I'm gay right now. Like the best case scenario is he's going to want me to fuck him. And I, I was dressed nice. It was not my, it was not, it was not a good time. And I was like. I'm like, okay, quick, quick, uh, what's the, what's the cool straight guy thing to say? And I was like, uh, sounds, sounds like I'm fucking with the wrong girl's boyfriend. And he's like, okay. (laughs) 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 Guys, I have a new favorite thing in the world and that's, uh, hip-hop songs from the 90s that name-check geographical locations that are no longer bad neighborhoods due to gentrification. (laughs) I was listening to this song the other day, and it was like, rolled up to the west side just to get some doja to a spot called West 9th deep in Santa Rosa. And that's my hood. (laughs) And I say hood because hood is short for neighborhood. Because there are like fucking wine bars there now. (laughs) Rolled up to the west side just to get some doja. I don't think you can zone a cannabis dispensary that close to a charter school. (laughs) I, uh, most of my friends are women. Um, so I go out and I have like a good time with my lady friends a lot. Uh, Or maybe not, but we do spend a lot of time getting ready to go out and have fun. Like my, like it's, it's disproportionate. My friend was getting ready in the, in the bathroom the other, the other day. And she's like, she comes out of the bathroom and she's like, I got this weird bruise in my armpit. And I was like, and my other friend was like, it looks like a hickey. Is it a hickey? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, hold up. This is a situation where you might have a hickey in your armpit and you are unsure of the matter. Let's explore the circumstances that could have happened. Were you attacked nocturnally by an octopus? (laughs) If I had a hickey in my armpit, it would be the surest fucking thing that I ever knew. I'd look in the mirror for a second and be like, oh, what's that? Uh." (laughs) I uh, I opened for a, uh, a burlesque show. I did comedy at a burlesque show. Uh, I I opened. It was a situation where I was like, it it would be like if I opened for you. Better work, and it would have worked much better. My set would have gone better, because <laughs> I I opened for a pole dancing troupe, which which just upstaged me and the whole time i'm thinking like oh good god i i'm so glad i i opened (laughs) and i felt like i felt so ashamed watching these women on stage uh mostly because i knew they were working a thousand times harder than i was (laughs) and we were getting paid the same amount (laughs) like you all came to see stand-up comedy tonight Good on you. You could have gone to see pole dancing. It would have been way more. Like these women are athletes and they are artists. Like, I feel like, like I'm not belittling this profession at all. Like if my child ever came to me someday and was like, dad, I want to be a pole dancer. I'd be like, good on you, kiddo. Follow your dreams. You're going to get in great shape. You're going to make great money. If my kid ever said, Hey, I want to be a stand-up comedian. I'd be like, "Oh no, oh no, why? Why would you want to do that? Why? Why do you feel the need to go on stage and seek validation from strangers like that?" Why would you embarrass your family? <laughs> oh. oh. When I was uh when I was a teenager, I was a was a punk rocker. I had the shaved head, the uh Spiky jacket, the combat boots. My father came to me one day and said, "Mike, if you keep dressing like that, someone's gonna offer you drugs." And I said, "Do you promise?" Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, I uh, I lost a hundred and sixteen pounds in the last. Eleven months, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not like a setup for a hacky like '80s joke, like the bitch left in the middle of the night. Like, no, like, <laughs> like that's that's like a legit. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, not because I'm looking better, because this this doesn't look better now. Me without a shirt on now just looks like like a jack o' lantern in January. Uh, I'm feeling better though. Cause like one of, one of the perks of losing a lot of weight is I have like, I have like an extra inch of wiener now. Like it's one of those things. Yeah. It's hey, it happens. It happens. It's one of those things they don't tell you about losing weight. You gain wiener. It was always there, but I have a little bit more of it now. Huh? Yeah. Like I feel of all the crazy ads you could put on the internet and spam emails of like how to grow your dick bigger. There's never been one that you've opened up. That's just been like proven way to make grow gargantuan dick. Stop eating bread and drinking beer in excess. Uh, Oh, I, I feel like I've not told you anything about myself. Speed date? Am I getting speed dated now? Oh, my goodness. Yay!
0: Mike Whitaker, everyone. Oh, my
4: goodness. Yay! I sure am. I sure am.
0: I have a first question for you. Did you get your big tattoo before or after you lost the
4: weight? I have. I have. uh pure, Like during the course of me losing weight, my grapes have gotten like smaller in size, but it's like proportionately shrank down. Which is good. Which is good. I'm at the point where I should start I should start like lifting some weights.
0: You're really young. You still have elasticity in your skin that you're it didn't look like you had raisins on your arms instead oh, of grapes. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It is. That's it's pretty wonderful. <laughs> 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 Question <laughs> questions for Mike, questions oh, minutes qu- be there.
4: So what what was your what was your peak live concert experience from your punk rock days? Oh my goodness. Oh, I went to a concert once, and uh my friend's dad's girlfriend was a stripper, and she caught us smoking weed once, and she said, "Hey, I'm gonna get you guys some weed," and she was real cool. <laughs> and she came to us and she's like, "Hey, I couldn't get you guys any weed." <laughs> But I brought you these mushrooms. Uh, so her instructions were, there's six of you, five of you take these, and one of you babysit. But we misunderstood the instructions and heard them as, one of you take these and five of you babysit. Yeah. So I don't I don't like understand how mushrooms work like an eighth of mushrooms is like a dose of mushrooms right That's no, like giving three doses Okay your- I took 6 eighths of mushrooms I guess and I went to a crazy punk rock show and I puked a lot and then I spent the night at my friend's uh family's home and it was a Saturday night and if you spent the night at their house on a Saturday night you had to go to church with them on a Sunday morning <laughs> so I endured a crazy punk rock show and a singing and dancing and running up and down the aisles fucking church or at least that's what I remember of it <laughs> that's what that is that a suitable answer all right that was also yeah. a, a best mushrooms story.
3: Jesus, Jesus is mushrooms.
4: Yeah. Yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can you tell me about your tattoo?
4: Uh, it is uh, it's a sleeve. I'm getting a portrait of Pan in the middle here, oh, wow. who's uh, god of sexuality and son of Dionysus
0: thought it might have something to do with the grapes of wrath and i was gonna hope there might be a titty in there but then i was like oh no he's gay no that didn't make any sense do you
7: just quickly
4: um by the the way i'm gonna confluence you on this selena shirt first off
7: thanks i don't like attention
4: anything for the selenas
7: do your grapes have seeds why or why not do they have seeds
4: is there they're probably seeded grapes. They're like wine grapes. They're not table grapes. I'm from the wine country. Or what's left of it. Oh. <laughs> the charred remains of it. I should just get burned smoke. out houses oh. on the other side.
0: <laughs> you could put just some wine vines that are all burnt out on this. Mm-hmm. They're old vines. They're gonna be fine. They'll come They're
4: up. old old growth, yeah. Old, yeah, old growth, they'll yeah. be fine.
0: Everybody clap wildly for Mike Whitaker. Yeah
4: That was aggressive, sorry. Yes!
0: All right everybody, you're going to laugh your ass off at your next comedian. Not only does she play magic like a champion, she's fucking hysterical. She does. We we played at uh, at she and she I didn't have the I didn't have the mana count right on my stuff and she just kicked my ass all three games. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Kimberly Rose Win, Yeah! Change
2: face. Pam, you promised me you wouldn't tell people about the magic. No. <laughs> It's our special time. <laughs> uh, can I tell you something creepy? So, uh, yes? Okay. Um, I feel like you and another dude, about your height, could do like a broke back remake, but like you both have those hats and you're like in a grape field. I had that thought while you were on stage, just wanted you to know that. What? A What did I say? Grape, please. <laughs> but you understood what I was talking about. Uh, so yesterday I was taking the T train home. Uh, shout out to Muni. Hashtag you suck. Uh, and I uh, I was taking the train home. And the, you know, it's rush hour and everybody's angry and it's going to be like a three-day weekend. So it's just like, ah, yeah, you know, and it's just tense. Like, it's just very tense. And this lady's in front of me and I was like, Excuse me, and she was like, Relax! I'm getting off too. And I was like, Okay. Just the word relax just makes do you know what I mean? I just I immediately tense up. Don't fucking tell me to relax. You know what I mean? So I just angry walked away from her. And you know, I'm there's those flap flap things, you know what I'm talking about? Like how you get out, like they're gray. Yes, the doors to get out the flap flaps of the great place, you know what I mean? Like, so the door to get out, like only one person is supposed to get out at a time, but I was so full of rage that I just like, was way too close to the lady in front of me, and then I got stuck in the flap flap Uh, (laughs) door. Like I was just like, like it just. (laughs) It was, and like I felt like a a fat fish trying to get out of it, like I just like. (laughs) You know, you have those days where you're like, I just feel disgusting, and then you get stuck in this. <laughs> it's not my best look. Um, so I came out to my parents a bunch of times. Um, like when I was 11, I was like, I'm a vegetarian now. <laughs> and then I was like, I do drugs now. Actually, my mom read my journal. She came out for me on that one. Um... And then I had my first relationship with a woman and I was like, this is my girlfriend. And then later, uh, actually that wasn't a joke yet. I'm still working on that one. Uh, Just kidding. No, but so I came out to my parents a bunch of times and my mom just wants a grandchild so bad. Like it just like, she wants it with like her whole being, you know, she just like wants to be a grandma and uh, so every time i would come out to her she would be like it's okay you know it's okay we you we can still you can still have a baby like it's okay like you could be a vegetarian mom that's fine you could be maybe not the drugs part mom but you know she was like you can be a lesbian mom we'll pay for that we'll get that baby in there it'll be fine everything will be great and um and then i uh was gonna transition to something way more funny. So let's just go back to my old stuff. How about that? How about that? <laughs> you. Yes. Jesus. Um so I uh I think we should all just do drugs, you guys. Like it's Friday. I didn't work all day. Uh cocaine's fun, acid's a trip. Uh just don't do math, you guys. <laughs> I did meth once for like two years straight, and when I first started doing meth, I thought I was doing some really important work for the government, but it turned out I was just bagging groceries at Whole Foods. <laughs> bagging groceries on meth is just like really aggressive Tetris, like you have to put the milk, and then you have to put the eggs, and then like work the banana, you know what I mean? You just have to like fit it in, like just keep rotating it. Ah, uh, They fired me turns out you're supposed to go in every day and I was like I don't know I haven't slept in four days I don't know what day is it like am I supposed to I can restock the shelf for you no problem um and it's good it's better and I teach preschool now it's I think that all teachers should get to do drugs not like with the kids not